Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. Hello and welcome to Woman Who Chat and today I'm here with Tracy Ray from Talent Transfer. Hello Tracy, how are you today? Really good, thank you Sandra. Thanks for inviting me on. It's great that we can have this chat. So tell us a little bit about your background and, and how you got to be doing what you do today. So I have had quite an eclectic journey to date. I, When I was younger, me and my two brothers were all athletes and we still to this day have an argument of whether the success criteria is representing your country or being a professional footballer. I think it's the la- uh, the former. And, and that's what I did. I competed internationally in shot put. And then I was a national coach within netball as well. So my whole background is in high performance sport. I originally trained as a sports psychologist and started off as a lecturer at Loughborough and then the University of Bath. So for me, I knew that lecturing and research wasn't going to be a longer term journey. So I moved over to the Institute of Sport and culminated my journey in high performance sport, being the performance director of Scottish Gymnastics in the lead up to the 2014 Commonwealth Games, which was amazing experience. You know, most people are not quite aware that the brutality of sport is that you're given a medal target. And if you don't reach your medal target, basically don't get your next four year funding cycle. So we were given a target of three and luckily we got five. So very proud in terms of the work that we did with the athletes and the coaches and the legacy that we left into the sport. But it was at this time that I was starting a PhD on talent transfer. And the concept is grounded in high performance sport, but it is about taking an athlete who's meddled internationally in one sport and fast tracking them to meddle internationally in something else. And that's the whole point. It's not just about doing it at a recreational level. You're trying to fast track that talent in a very intense, short period of time to help them medal internationally again. So, for example, we would take someone from the 2012 Summer Olympics and we fast tracked him so that he was selected for the 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi within bobsleigh. Yeah, so that might be a typical example. But whilst I was undertaking this, I was creating a framework on how you'd make the transition. I've started to think to myself, it would make an interesting hypothesis if I could then do it myself across industries and roles. And that sounded quite appealing, quite exciting for me. So I'd made the decision before the Commonwealth Games to leave, and I deliberately went and targeted financial services so that it would make an interesting case study. So I did a year at Capita and I did uh, just under four years at Lloyd's Banking Group in two completely different roles. One as head of business operations and then secondly, training in agile methodology as a product owner. And it was at this time I was about to take some time out to write a book because that's always been my ambition and it's something that is almost like a labour of love. And I got the introduction to a gentleman who owns a global private construction company who basically said that I've got nothing uh, to write about. I'm way too young and I should come work for him instead. So I just finished last year, two years, working as a European HR director. And this concept of talent transfer, which is the name of my PhD, I'd already set up as a limited company because I give lectures all over the world, particularly in the sports arena for institutes of sport, on how to transition and how you set up a program like this. But actually, then it just started as 
more of a concept that I could do within business in terms of setting up my own. So the business is called Talent Transfer, the recycling of talent. And that is ultimately me trying to support individuals on a micro level on making their own successful transition into whatever you know environment or industry that is, but also going in and working with organizations to challenge their thinking on how they view talent and looking at the strategic talent management approach, ensuring that they're fit for purpose for the future, but then encourages them to take in potential candidates from other industries and roles that will help drive innovation and performance. So, you know, you've gone from this corporate background and obviously the sport background to basically working on your own. So have you worked on yourself in that transition? Because that is a huge transition, isn't it? Going from that corporate background, that support network around you, having everybody, you know, there for you to suddenly, you know, delivering on your own. How how have you managed that transition yourself? It's been an interesting one. I mean, I'd say there's pros and cons to it. I love learning in one aspect and I'm very self-aware and I love, you know, hearing about other development journeys and reading about them and absorbing that and taking those principles and applying it to my life. But you're absolutely right, is that the isolation element of working on my own has been an interesting dynamic to juggle and to successfully transition to. And I wouldn't say that I've successfully transitioned yet. I'm still not there and I'm still not used to it. But I have a very good support network and very trusted individuals that I engage with and use as a sounding board that's able to check and check and balance with that enables me to feel as though I'm not on my own, even if I'm delivering independently. And you haven't let go of sport altogether, have you? You're still involved, aren't you? So yeah. uh, tell us about the, 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 the work that you're doing with parkour. Absolutely. So back in September, I was successful in securing the chair of the board role for Parkour UK. And as of two weeks ago, it was publicly announced that we had successfully secured £1.5 million worth of funding from Sport England, which is huge for us as a national governing body because it's brand new as a sport. And this will help us in terms of growing our services and products to our membership and start, you know, bringing in some incredible talent that's going to help drive the governing body forward over the next five to six years. So ultimately, we're working in partnership with Sport England to tackle inequality. And what I love about parkour is that you don't need equipment, you do not need, you know, facilities or a coach. It's truly accessible to anyone, anywhere. And that's why I was intrigued by it and wanted to put my hand in the ring in the first place. So it's a voluntary position, but uh, hugely rewarding for me in terms of giving back to sport because that's where I come from yeah yeah fantastic uh, do you still play any sports yourself uh unfortunately not I had four operations on my left ankle and I'm waiting for an ankle replacement as we speak so they do actually make them now which is very fortunate for me but uh, I do go to the gym uh, practically every day so I know that the listeners can't see but in the background I've got some weights in in the room and yeah I, I make the effort in terms of keeping myself mobile and flexible as well. And I do occasionally venture into hot yoga because it's a good, you know, yeah. contrast to the weights. So, yeah. I think we all need to, to, to look after ourselves and, you know, our own 
physical and mental needs as well. Interesting what you say about the ankle replacement. But I started Woman Who from a broken ankle. I broke my ankle quite badly and it's full of metal. So I might actually explore that myself. <laughs> so looking at, you know, what, what's on the horizon, what, what's coming up? You, you know, you've got, you've got your role and you've got the, the obviously the board role as well. But what's exciting on, on the horizon for you? Yeah, so um, some of the work that I do is I go and lecture on MBA programmes and I'm just currently engaging with Hull University in the hope that when they launch their brand new MBA in September, it's going to be the only one in the UK sponsored by the British Olympic Association and supporting international athletes. And so with my niche area of global strategic talent management, they're wanting me to come on and do some lecturing on that program. So I've got a conversation next week with one of the professors to explore that in more detail. So I'm really excited by that because it does straddle both of my passions, which is you know talent and sport, mm-hmm. and how I can help challenge leaders into their traditional thinking about you know running their organizations and their teams and how they can bring in that diversity of thought. I think you said something really key there, and that's passion, isn't it? We've got to be passionate about what we do. And if you can mix that, the sort of your, you know, your your academic study and what you do with your passion, I think that that's the perfect recipe, isn't it? Absolutely spot on. Yeah. I mean, especially when you're working for yourself and on your own, you know, to be able to wake up each day and look forward to what you're doing and get that butterfly in your tummy and the excitement of wanting to go to work rather than just the churning of getting up each day and plonking yourself in front of a computer or you know in an office that's what you know should hopefully even if it's just a little bit be in everybody's life if you're a solopreneur and you're trying to make a, you know your business successful. Yeah, it's, it's at the heart of every business. You know, if you're not passionate about what you're doing, you, I don't think you give your best to your clients. They need to see that passion. And recently, uh, our judges were interviewing candidates for the Woman Who Achieves Awards. And they said what they loved most about those interviews was the passion. When they walked through the door, the judges instantly saw the passion. I think that's so important because if somebody else sees it, then you're halfway there, aren't you? Definitely. Um, I ask everybody that I chat to if they could share a tip, a top tip, a piece of advice for our audience. What do you think your top tip would be? Yeah, I have a couple of different mantras that I I live by. Um, One of them is feel the fear and do it anyway. And the other one is synonymous to that, which is fortune favours the brave. And I'm a big believer that uh, if you don't throw your hat in the ring and you don't put yourself forward, you never know what opportunities can arise as a result. And the amount of experiences that I've had when I have thrown my hat in the ring and I have been successful and people would come up to me afterwards and say, how on earth did you get that? Well, ultimately, you just don't know what an individual is looking for and you don't know the other candidates or opportunities that you're, you're going against. So that's what I would recommend to anybody who's potentially doubting themselves or thinking that they're not good enough or not quite sure whether to go for something. Feel, feel that fear, embrace it, run with it and just crack on and try it. You, you, the worst that they can happen is that they say no. I think that's so important, Tracy. You know, I try and encourage women to, to put themselves forward, you know, whether it's experience of going through a process. But you're right, if you don't put your hat in the ring, you're never going to be considered. And I think women, as women, we tend to hold back until we can do something 200%. Mm. Whereas we have to forget that and think, you know, 
done is good enough. We don't have to be perfect and to put yourself out there, because if you don't put yourself out there, you're never going to move forward or have a chance, are you? Great advice there. It's been great chatting to you, Tracy. I could chat to you all day. As I come to video, no doubt we'll have you back and chat again. That's Tracy Ray from Talent Transfer. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey.